Hello and welcome to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Reuter, and this podcast is brought to you by TheLegendaryChiropractor.com, an interactive and immersive virtual platform for prospective chiropractic students, current chiropractic students, recent chiropractic school graduates, and even veteran doctors of chiropractic out in the field wanting just a little bit more from this profession. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you do, be sure to share with a friend, leave us a rate, leave us a review, and also be sure to subscribe to get more. Awesome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Johnny Reuter, and tonight we have a very special and unique guest on because most of the time we're sitting down with students or we're sitting down with doctors and we're discussing all about chiropractic, but tonight is a very special evening for myself personally and just for you guys as viewers of the show and listeners of the show because we have Richard Byerly on who is a certified public accountant and he's going to dive deep into business, money, finances, loans, you name it. We're going to talk about it tonight on the show. I could not be more thrilled. And um, he's going to answer any questions. If you guys got questions, please drop them in the comments. I will get them over to him. He's on Skype. I'm on Facebook and Skype. So I get I, I make sure the message is relayed. So make sure if you do have questions tonight that you drop them in the comments. And I will ask them probably at the end of the show. Um, but without further ado, Richard is tuning in from Auburn, Alabama. He is a War Eagles fan. I just have to preface that. I just got to say that right out of the gate. Um, so for all of my Alabama fans, just keep watching. I promise. I promise it only gets better. It only gets better. <laughs> um, so I love you guys. We will be right back from thanking these initial sponsors. And then we're going to dive deep into Richard's history and how he really stumbled upon the chiropractic profession and helping chiropractors with their money and finances. So we'll be right back from thanking these sponsors. To Inspire Women is the elite boutique coaching company for chiropractors who are looking to live life and run business in a way that is personal, unique, and authentic. They focus on business systems and money mindset mastery so you can pay down debt, be more profitable, and serve more people. Their goal is to empower you to achieve success by your own rules and your own definition. Head to toinspirewomen.com now because they know there's a better way. Cairo HD, superior cloud-based practice management software. Cairo HD is a user-friendly all-in-one EHR solution built with one mission, to help you run your practice like a boss. Learn more at cairohd.com. Dr. Brad Glowacki runs one of the highest volume, highest profile, highest profitability practices in the world. And it's all run with vitalistic communication procedures. Those procedures from his office are then shared with other chiropractors at his various trainings as a part of level up mentoring. This information is created, developed, tested, and then packaged simplistically before being taught. With bruises and scars from making mistakes, Dr. Glow always delivers refined content that is battle-tested and simplified for use on Monday. To level up your life and practice, head over to levelupmentoring.rocks. That's levelupmentoring.rocks. Total Clinic Solutions is your go-to source for purchasing both brand new 
and refurbish chiropractic equipment, as well as phone support for repairs and maintenance. Call Derek and allow him to combine your wishes and his 23 years of chiropractic equipment expertise to find what's best for you and your patients at 704-622-4089 or head to TotalClinicSolutions.com now. It's time that chiropractors look beyond spinal alignments and measure the nerve connections that keep our patients feeling strong and performing at their peak. CLA designed the Insight scanning technologies to transform exams and generate powerful reports that give practitioners the certainty they have been searching for. Learn how CLA has partnered with practices around the world by going to InsightCLA.com. Easily share your passion for chiropractic and look good doing it with Above Down Apparel, offering a premium lineup of principled apparel that's impossibly soft, sustainably sourced, and chiropractic AF. Visit AboveDown.co and follow them on Instagram to learn more and score yourself some sweet chiro swag. SCED is the all-in-one system that allows for amazing control and flexibility of your scheduling. Yes, your next new hire. Every aspect of when and where you service your customers is at your command. SCED is tightly integrated with your existing EHR system. This software was made by a chiropractor specifically for chiropractic. No joke. Go check out their latest care plan feature by heading to go.sked.life slash legendary pod. Dr. David Tuhill is an innovative product and marketing strategist, bridging the gap between your vision and strategic plan. He will help you design specific products and processes that are both scalable and set up to produce long-term revenue and growth. He has previously worked with influencers that include Dr. Josh Axe, Jordan Rubin of Ancient Nutrition, Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson, and many, many others. Schedule your call with Dr. Dave today by heading to meetwithdrdave.com. Thank you for allowing this brief disruption to take place. And now back to the program. Fantastic. Welcome back to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. We are live tonight with Richard Byerly, who is a CPA out of Alabama, and he's going to talk to us all about money, finances, loans, anything you can imagine in regards to what a chiropractor needs to know to open a successful and sustainable chiropractic practice. So first, Richard, please start us off with a little history of yourself, how you got into the chiropractic profession and working with chiropractors um, and um, how you chose the route of an accountant. Well, thanks, Johnny. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Uh, following some big names, I've watched uh, many of your videos and I really appreciate uh, you giving me a chance just to speak. And I want to pour into the students and uh, there might even be some docs listening tonight so they can just hear a little bit about what we're doing and maybe get some good advice here or there. I'm so glad you didn't say taxes when you talked about the things I was going to talk about because <laughs> I'm not sure uh, I could think of anything more boring at uh, nine o'clock at night than uh, than taxes. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, I started. Uh, I graduated from the University of Texas at Arlington, go Mavs, uh, in 1982, and uh, became an accountant in 1990. I got my CPA, and I didn't really know why. I just did, and I worked in uh, manufacturing at the time, and then I moved into healthcare. And so I did 25 years in healthcare, 20 years at the local hospital here in Auburn. And I began to uh, get a little bit older and think, you know, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And I've always wanted to have my own business. 
And so what better than a CPA firm? And we just sort of, my wife and I prayed about it and, and a lot of things just fell into line. And uh, so here, here we are uh, with a practice. We've been in practice for 10 years now. I say we, she supports me from home. Uh, she's a former school teacher, but uh, I, I run this thing. We've got about 15 employees now. So in 10 years, we've really grown a lot. And Dr. Rusty Herring, you know Dr. Rusty, mm -hmm. he uh, is uh, my chiropractor and I've known Dr. Rusty since he was a little boy. And so when he was opening his practice in um, 2011 or 12, right in there, uh, I met with him to be his CPA and he allowed me to come in and help him with, uh, with his books and finances and payroll and all those things. And through Dr. Rusty, about five years later, I got involved with a lot of chiropractors and we did it through uh, AMPT, through the, the program AMPT and uh, through that and some other uh, good fortune, we've got about a hundred chiropractors now and uh, we, we love it. Nobody gets out of my office uh, without hearing what a subluxation is. Uh, I love to uh, talk to my clients about getting adjusted. When they tell me they can't afford to, I tell them they can't afford not to. And uh, so we, we really promote a chiropractor here in the office, everybody in the office gets adjusted on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, we've not had any worries with COVID-19 because our spines are healthy. And, uh, you know, and we just, we don't worry about it. We all come to work and, and make it happen. And so um, it's been a tough time for everybody. A lot of our businesses has been a really hard time, but they're all coming back now and their, their volume's growing. I saw a Dr. Anthony Pellegrino, I know you've had him on. I saw yep. him today, best day since March the 9th or 3rd or something. So a shout out to Dr. Anthony. But, but a lot of our practices are recovering and uh, getting back where they were. And so we're happy to see that. But anyway, that's what got, got me in chiropractic is with Dr. Rusty and, uh, you know, the rest is history. And so over these, over these years, we've learned a lot about starting a chiropractic business. And that's kind of some of the things we're going to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. I love that story. And I love to hear how people got involved in the chiropractic profession, especially when they're not a doctor or not even a student, right? It's like, hey, I just have this other business that fits perfectly in line and seamlessly with what you're doing. And everyone needs a CPA, everyone needs an accountant. And so what better person than yourself to, to fall in line? And I know, um, I know, our office is extremely grateful for you and everything that you do for us. So it's it's been an honor to kind of know you kind and live through you vicariously a little bit. Um, and now I get to sit down with you virtually and chat with you and ask you questions all about accounting and what that looks like for a chiropractor. So um, this is really That's exciting. Cool. Tonight we are breaking down um, what someone – should have told you <laughs> prior to opening a practice and Richard's going to walk us yeah. through that literally tell us you know the ins and outs of what you need to know before opening a building um, the steps to opening a practice and really handling and managing student loans and student loan debt and I know that's a big one for my audience because it's a lot of recent grads it's a lot of current students and a lot of us are overwhelmed with student loans up to here or rather like up to here off the charts right and we don't really know how yeah. to navigate that situation especially when the income isn't necessarily coming in yet or we're opening a practice and we're going di deeper into the debt game than we were coming right. out of school so it becomes a lot and it becomes a lot of moving parts and i'm hoping that and i'm knowing that you're going to help us navigate those things tonight so let's start with 
what you wish someone would have told you before opening a practice. Let's take this, though, back to graduation, right? I want, to, I want you to take this back to what someone should have told you or should be telling you prior to graduating from chiropractic school in regards to business and finances. Go ahead. Well, I'll start with one of the big ones for us, and that is make sure you have enough cash when you open. And there's nothing worse than opening your practice. We, I remember back in the early days, we'd have a doc say, you know, we borrowed $100,000, we spent 99,000, and now we're gonna open up and we made it, we made it. And you just can't make it with $1,000. You've got to have cash in the bank when you open that practice. We like to suggest two months of operating expenses and two months of personal expenses. That usually runs between 25 and $30,000 when you open. Um, you can't really run your business properly without cash in the bank. And, uh, you know, you're making decisions that <clears throat> are, you normally wouldn't make. Like, well, I'm going to skip this, uh, this um, screening event because I don't have the $1,500 that it takes to do that. And the event's six months from now, and I just don't have the money. And that just can't happen. You've got to have that cash. So a really big part of the financial side of starting a business is understanding that when you borrow your money, You've got to have enough cash to make it all happen. Big deal right there. Yeah. Um, another one is just to continue to push yourself and remind yourself that you're part of something bigger. And, uh, you know, we we love to uh, see our offices make money, but we also understand the other side of it, the health side. And so we focus on the money because that's what we do. We're accountants, but we totally understand the other side. And that's kind of the bigger picture. We've got to make sure that we're focused on what we're doing in our community and getting our community healthy. Huge thing there. Uh, and I think when you focus on that, the other side of it kind of comes. It's just like my practice. You know, we just focus on taking care of our, uh, our offices. We have other clients locally too, a dress shop and a trucking company. And we just focus on taking care of them and the word gets out and then we grow based on the fact that we're doing a good job. So it's the same thing. Do a good job. More people come. You're getting more people healthy. And oh, by the way, you're going to make a little bit more money, too. So really important uh, starting out. Absolutely. Another thing is um, just leadership and communication. And a lot of, you know, we we uh, expect, uh, let's say, Dr. Johnny, have you ever managed anybody before now? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and, you know, we're going to expect these students to uh, come out of school and borrow. Or they already owe 400000 And then we're going to borrow another 100000 We're going to build a front desk and put up signage and get the fire extinguisher hung and all these things. And we're going to manage multi-generational team members. You have a 54-year-old and you have a 26-year-old and you have to manage them differently. We're going to expect that you to be able to do that all the while adjusting every day, uh, screening every day, health talks every day, dinners with the doc, right? All of these things. And we want you to do all that plus run a business. And so it's really difficult to expect that. So my advice is if you're a student, go ahead and start learning um, different skills with communication and management and leadership and those type of things. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you nailed it. Um, I mean, those are big three, right? You got to have capital. If you're going to do anything, you have to have cash yeah. in the bank. You got to have capital to make it happen. Right. And some people, what do you think about this? 
because here's here's the reality, right? A lot of us envision this dream practice, right? We envision this uh, one day I'll have X, right? And a lot of students and a lot of recent grads expect that or want that right out of the gate, right? And so they take on incredible amounts of debt on top of whatever they owe from school and education to create that amazing opportunity or amazing practice right out of the gate. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's, it's really about the, uh, your chiropractic personality. It's really about uh, how you treat your practice members. We had a, a office open in South Carolina and they didn't have much money. And I think their whole build out and everything was about $15,000. They didn't even buy x-ray, which I'm not sure, I know a lot of people would disagree with that, but I think they would have people go down the road and get their x-rays. And that's one of the most profitable practices that we've seen coming out of the gate. I've got one, uh, or we used to have one out west that spent maybe 150,000 to get the practice open. And at the end of the day are still not doing, you know, six or 7,000 in revenue a month. Right. And so it, it really isn't about the money that you put into it, it's about the, the work that you do. It's about putting in the time, meeting people in the in the uh, neighborhood that you're in, the Chamber of Commerce, going to events. I went to one ribbon cutting, and when the Chamber of Commerce uh, president was about to, about to introduce this couple, uh, he said, you know, they've been to every ribbon cutting we've had in the last six months. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of thing that you do that grows your business. It's not expensive wall hangings and expensive furniture, you know, humble beginnings right. is really important. And one more thing on that is uh, comparison is a horrible thing to do. Um, I always uh, tell my staff, you don't ever see somebody, you know, the office is all together and they're all standing together and they hold up this sign and it says, you know, 82, like, yeah, we hit 82 this week, right? And everybody's excited about 82. You never see that, you always see 682. And the thing is, um, you can't compare yourself to people because you're not them. Right. And you just got to put the work in and manage your office the way you want to manage it and get you can get to 682. It might take two more years, but it doesn't matter because you want to get there. And that's one of the things too we talk about is being able to have good roots. Uh, I, I put on when I sent you deep roots create sustainable success. It's hard to, to go from opening to 500 visits in six months and be able to have any good processes and good roots. It can be done, but it's hard. And so slow growth is not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I like to say is progress is perfect, right? I mean, if we, if we literally just chase progression, you're 1% better than you were yesterday, right? It, right. At the That's end of right. the year, you're 365% better than you were the year before, yeah. right? So it's like, it's yeah, simple. No yeah, it's simple like that, but it's hard. And I like how you put that, the, your two-word phrase, humble beginnings, is what it ties back to, right? Because a lot of us envision what, other, what we see others have, and it could have taken that person on Instagram or Facebook 10, 15, 20 years to build that for themselves. And we see it and think... Right. I'm gonna. I want that today, right? Or yesterday, kind of thing. Um, and I think that's really right. good. To, good to have is humble beginnings. When you come out of chiropractic school, you're in debt. Understand what your cash, what you, what capital you need to have in the bank. How you get to that number, and understanding what you're gonna do with that cash is very important. Don't just throw it at at the wall like cook spaghetti and see if it sticks or yeah. not. That's not a great strategy. Um, and then. 
I also want to talk a little bit here when we come back from thanking these sponsors is about tips, tricks, and you know, simple steps to open a practice. And I want to hear from your okay. opinion, from a financial, from a business sense, because I think that's really important for docs to grasp, um, especially my recent guys out there, that guys and gals that are, you know, during all of the coronavirus stuff and making sure it happens for yeah. them. So we'll be right back from thanking these sponsors. After that, we're talking all about steps to opening your practice. We'll be right back, guys. Every chiropractic clinic needs a compliance program. If you are not sure what that includes or why you need one, let Dr. Robin from RHDC Consulting help you build your chiropractic compliance. If you are ready to get started, head to robin-hail.mykajabi.com and let Dr. Robin guide you to the end result. Dr. Christy Wick is revamping the landscape of women's chiropractic coaching. With a focus on connection and congruence, she's on a mission to empower lady DCs across the nation to create bold, successful lives and practices their way. Get started today by visiting theilluminatedsquad.com. Thank you for allowing this brief disruption to take place. And now back to the program. Fantastic. Welcome back, everyone, to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. Richard Byerly, CPA, is breaking it down for chiropractors, future, present, current, whatever. He's breaking it down for all chiropractors. So um, let's talk about steps to opening a practice, creating that deep root sustainable practice that generates success over time. Um, talk to us about how to do that right out of the gate. Will do. You know, one of the things that's, you know, I, I get to talk to a lot of students. We come to the different colleges and just have these conversations with them. And what, the question I always get is, what can I be doing right now? And you think about someone in quarter four, quarter five, quarter six, like you sort of think, well, there's not much you can do right now because, you know, you're still two years away and that sort of thing. But there really is. So on my website, we give this to students. I'm going to kind of hold it up here and you can see it. And it's on my website, barleycpa.com. It's under the More tab. And uh, we call this the Roadmap to Success. And what we've done, uh, Dr. Johnny, is we've broken this down into the grind, which is uh, till you graduate, the vision, graduation until you sign the lease, build until the grand opening, and then the payoff. And all these things that you need to be doing, like researching potential business locations, understanding area competition, volunteering at ribbon cuttings. Let's talk about that. How many students go into offices that are that are running good systems and learn how to run a chiropractic office? Some do, some don't. Right. I would highly recommend it. And don't if you're at Life, uh, you know, don't get mad at me, Dr. Hess. But if you're at Life Atlanta, don't go to Dr. Hess's office all the time because he'll show you how to run a high volume practice. But you need to go to some of these others and learn what it looks like when you start. So that's one of the most important things about running a practice is you learn how by watching other practices run, and that's a big deal. But the main the main thing I want to kind of get to is uh, what do you do to get the practice open? And uh, six months before the ribbon cutting, you can start these steps. And I'm going to assume you already know where you're going to open and what the name of your practice is going to be. And so what we want to do is we want to, you know, get the name, pick the state, and then reserve that name in the state. And so. If you've got a, a name, like if you're going to be Apex Chiropractic, 
and there's already one in the state you want to open, you might need to pick something else. But you can reserve, reserve the name and then get your LLC. Now, some states require a PLLC, which is a professional limited liability company. And then um, California, I know, requires a PC, a professional corporation. But the majority of the states, you get an LLC. Now, you can get an attorney to do this and pay him $600. You can do it on LegalZoom and pay three or $400. Or you can just go to the Secretary of State website for the state you're going to open and do it yourself for free. And so, again, and we, we help a lot of uh, our clients, students that come to us, we help them do that because, they're, you know, when you don't have a lot of money starting out, there's no reason to, uh, sorry if there's any attorneys watching in here, but, you know, there's no reason to have an attorney get your LLC. There's other things that they can help you with for sure. Mm-hmm. Once you get that LLC, you get your EIN, which is, is your employer identification number. You get that from the Internal Revenue Service. And then we uh, talk to our our offices about the S corporation election. Uh, we don't have, that's a whole different show, Dr. John, yep. <laughs> but, um, we would, and we'd love to teach that sometimes, but an S corp is essential. Uh, it's the best tax organization you can have. And what I'll say about that is LLC is your state entity. S corporation is a tax election with the IRS. So it's not a corporation. It's kind of a misnomer. Uh, but basically, it's a tax election with the IRS. An operating agreement is required. And once you get those things, then you can open your bank account and get your business license and off you go. <clears throat> now, that's kind of the legal side of opening the business. But we really want to talk about the financial side. And that's where it really gets a little bit crazy. <clears throat> now, we um, <clears throat> excuse me, we uh, have an Excel model called the core plan. It stands for cash, operations, revenues, and expenses. Have you heard of the core plan? I have not. Okay. Well, um, my daughter works for me, Katrina. She built it, and it's an incredible uh, model. And when you finish it, you have all these uh, reports and graphs and things for the bank and uh, that sort of thing. But it really helps you put together your plan so you can determine how much cash you need to borrow. And it really opens your eyes as to what expenses you're going to have in the practice. I mean, here, let me ask you a question. If you open a practice, how much office supplies are you going to spend a month? <laughs> a lot, I, but you have you no idea. I know, yeah, you don't know. no idea. Right? And so that's something we give people in the core plan is an idea of what those expenses are going to be. So they can then take that to the bank and get their loan and get the practice open. So again, a big part of the financial side is knowing how much to borrow and how much you're going to spend. Mm-hmm. And like, just like you, a lot of people, when they're coming out of school, have no idea how much it's going to cost to uh, get the practice open. We kind of know because we've done so many of them. And we know in your first year, you're, we're going to average about 200000 in top-line gross revenue. Year two, about four hundred. Year three, about five sixty. So we kind of have some history. We're able to tell if you're on target with our middle ground or if you're a little bit lagging or if you're way out ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. So that's just something we do. Um, and that's kind of the things that you would need to do to get that business going. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And I think the I know the legal stuff is boring. It's dry cut. But a lot of people, you know, even a lot of coaching programs and practice management groups, you know, the practice management do- groups will kind of just do it for you. Right. And they'll just set it up for right. you. Yeah. But 
the you know a lot of practice management groups aren't teaching that stuff right because it's all about you know it's it's systems it's procedures it's internal office things to help patients kind of funnel through right and understanding like hey here's how to communicate on you know the first day the second visit the third visit etc um but it's not really like hey you got to go out form an llc right you have to understand what an s corp is you have to know what an s corp is if you want to be that or not right um and you're highly encouraging it which i think is very smart um and there's like you said we could do a whole show on s corps and different irs (laughs) elections um but yes that is very important but the but the basic foundational things are what create a sustainable successful practice right if you do these things right like like Richard laid out for you with like three steps. If you do those three things correct, you are set on a path of trajectory to success. And that's what really matters. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that with us. And um, now I want to ask you about loans, student loans and everything like that. Talk to us. Give us like a, a condensed vo- version, if you will, of when the best time is to pay off student loans and how to best manage them moving forward. Well, I'll start out with um, Garrett Gunderson. Have you read Garrett Gunderson all? Have you heard? Yes. Listen to him. Love him. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things he does is he ranks debt. And so we do that as well. We want to rank debt. And the way you rank a debt is you take the principal and divide it by the payment and you get a number. If that number is below 50, we want to pay that debt off as soon as possible. And if it's above 50, we're going to let that debt just linger. And so that's one key thing is you got to take your student debt and put it in with all your other debt, your business debt. If you have any, if you have a vehicle uh, debt, if you have a home that you're, that you're paying a mortgage on. And so it really all needs to fit into the, the entire model. So you kind of got to know that. Now, the way we handle student loans um, is, you know, you've got the income based payment. And most students, so a student graduates, they get a six month deferral. We hope we get them open within three months. And then you're going to have a, a, a income based payment that you can set up. And most students, once they start practice, still won't have any income for, let's say, uh, a year and maybe even a little bit longer. And so if you're income based and you don't have any income, then your payment is zero, right? And then once you start to, um, get some income, then they're going to do a calculation. They take your income and they take out uh, one times the poverty rate divided and multiply times 10%, I believe is how that works. And then you're going to have a lower payment. And as your income rises, then you're going to begin to have a little bit higher payment. Now, um, for, for me, it's again, grouped in with all that debt. And once you begin to meet some of your financial goals, then you can start paying off some of that debt. Now you want to pay you may want to pay off your SEMGs first or your X-ray first. You may have a car loan you want to pay off first. You really have to look at the detail in each of those loans and determine how that goes. Now, a lot of people uh, hear, you hear this on like the Fox News channel, uh, SoFi is one of them. And there's a couple other student debt where you can go in and refinance your student debt. Mm-hmm. That is very similar to a bank refinance. And so it's not, it, they make it sound like, hey, everybody, if you got student debt, just come to SoFi and we'll refinance it and save you a lot of money. Well, that's not really the way it works because they want to see, just like a bank would, they want to see some history of income before they refinance that debt. Basically, it's a loan, just like a house loan, a car loan, 
Once you get that, it is a loan. And guess what? If there's another uh, pandemic and the government decides to suspend loan payments for six months, you're not in that group. Mm -hmm. You're in SoFi and you're making that payment every month. And so people who may have done that in the, in the last 12 months are kind of thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that, right? Um, but what we do is then we look at each, because you have a bunch of loans, right? Yeah. Dr. Johnny, you yeah. got seven or eight or 10 loans. Yep. And so we just line those up and begin to look at those when we can start paying those off one at a time. And, uh, you know, if you've got one that's 7,900 and you've got a little extra cash, hey, let's pay this one off. Maybe we'll pay X-Ray off next, then let's pay this one off. And we look at interest rates as well, um, but we really look at that Gunderson formula. And then uh, once you get all of them above a, a, a factor of 50, then we start looking at interest rates. And you got to think, you got to bring tax, uh, you know, deductibility of the interest in there as well. And so there's about a 2% spread on that. So uh, different things, but you know, I would say if you're really careful with your money and don't spend a lot of it, you can probably have those loans paid off in five years and be debt free. Right, right. That's awesome. And I, I think that's really important for people to hear because a lot of times it's the, you know, when we talk finances or we talk student loans, it's very doom and gloom, right? It's like, hey, yeah. you have 200 plus thousand dollars worth of debt. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we'll just, you know, you can wait 20 years, 25 years and get them forgiven and all this stuff. You can refinance and do right. all this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, but if you just have someone like yourself, who's not only rooting for you, but actually knows what they're doing and you can ask questions, right? Because they understand the chiropractic profession. It's a totally different ball game, right? right? It puts you in a different That's right. caliper of, of person and of abilities to actually pay these things off. So I highly encourage someone, if you just hopped on or you didn't hear that, go back, listen to it again, literally rewind this. If you're listening to this on audio podcast, literally rewind this two minutes and listen to that conversation again, because that is so important to understand. And we're talking about paying off 200, $270,000 off in five years, right? Or we're talking about being debt free in five to 10 years, right? If you can do that, if you really put in the work, you put in the effort and this doesn't come with some blood, sweat and tears, right? This comes with some work ethic and you got to know that coming into it. So I really appreciate that. Um, but when we come back from thanking these last few sponsors, I'm going to let you, Richard, give your little spiel on what you guys do, what your company does. And um, I want to make sure we drop the link for you so that Whoever's watching this or listening to this understands where they can go to contact, you know, one of the greatest CPAs in the chiropractic profession. So we'll be right back from thanking these sponsors. Dr. Stu Hoffman, founder and president of ChiroSecure Malpractice Insurance, is the foremost expert in both risk management and risk avoidance. Understanding the everyday challenges of today's practicing chiropractor and the current public perception of chiropractic has made ChiroSecure the fastest growing malpractice insurance program of the last 28 years. Find out more at ChiroSecure.com. Imaging Services' primary business is chiropractic solutions. With over 45 years in the industry of helping chiropractors, Michael Tokash offers free consultations on building your business. In the past year, Imaging Services has installed over 100 x-ray machines and digital x-ray systems in over 42 states across the United States. For more, 
head to theimagingservices.com. Thank you for allowing this brief disruption to take place. And now back to the program. Fantastic. I hope you guys have been enjoying this. We are live with Richard Byerly, CPA, and um, just a lover of chiropractic and our profession. And I want you guys to know that because it's really important that when you're working with people externally out of the chiropractic profession that have different expertises, that know what they're doing, that they truly do understand the chiropractic profession. Because yes, it's a unique profession. It's a very complex in ways profession. Um, and for someone like him to know what they're doing, to understand the game, to get what your goals are moving forward and where you're coming from out of school with all of this student loan debt, it's really cool to hear. It's really refreshing to hear as a recent grad and for a Cairo student to hear someone speak so highly of, hey, you can manage your business. You just got to put in a little bit of work and surround yourself by the right people, right? Um, and I think that's really important. That's right. So, so Richard, without further ado, please close the show out. Share any last minute advice that you have for current students, recent graduates, and then give us, uh, tell us where to go to find more out about you and get in touch with your team. You know, the best advice, um, that I can give anybody. Oh, let me just tell you a story. I was at a conference recently. I was sitting in the back of the room. The room was full of some of the best chiropractors in the world. And the question was posed, how many of you are afraid to ask for help? <clears throat> and I, I thought maybe a few hands will go up, right? I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't get that mindset. And I was shocked at every hand in the room went up. Everybody said, I'm afraid to ask for help. And, you know, as a student, the best advice I can give you is don't be afraid to ask for help. When it comes to starting your practice, you need someone to help you. There's a lot, there's a, several, not a lot, several good CPAs out there that just work with chiropractors. And I know many of us, we start working with the students about six months before they open. And for us, it's free. We don't charge anything because we want you to work with us and let us get you to that ribbon cutting and then we start charging and collecting because we're going to have a long relationship and make a lot of money on that practice. So we don't need to make a bunch up front. And so asking for help is important. And I know I'm going to mention three. I guess it's okay if I mention these mentorship Go groups. So I'm going to mention Amped. I'm going to mention uh, PX with Dr. Tony Evil and uh, then Dr. Glow with Level Up. You know, those are three great groups that I'm aware of. I agree with their philosophy. And, you know, you got to get in some sort of mentorship group because when you do, you've got that whole family that can help you get through the questions and the tough times. I'm on one of those groups uh, website or Facebook page and I see the questions all the time coming in. People asking for help from people in the profession. And so if you're a student and you're getting ready to open, you've got to get involved in that because I would, you know, when I started my practice, I had no idea how to do a lot of things. And a lot of that is trial and error. It, but I have a good friend in, in uh, the next town over. I call him my CPA dad because <laughs> he's been doing it for 40 years. And uh, he and he ha he helped me with a lot of tough situations and questions. So that's one of the most important things. Don't be afraid to get help. And also, just like you, Doctor Johnny, don't be afraid to associate somewhere. You know, we've seen some doctors who have gone straight into business and failed because they just weren't ready to be a business owner. It's not about being a chiropractor. It's about owning and running a business. And not everybody is cut out for that, or I would say not everybody's ready for that 
right out of college. Mm -hmm. And so find somewhere to associate. If you're a little bit worried about running a business, find somewhere to associate. Associate for two years or four years, and then you'll be ready to go out on your own. It's a good chance that doctor will help you uh, get your practice started. Maybe they'll help finance it and that sort of thing. So a lot of good things can come out of being an associate somewhere. And, uh, you know, the last thing is just you're young. Most doctors are young. I will say some aren't. And uh, they've got several kids. And let me tell you, it's the hardest when you're a dad or a mom and you're open with kids. So you got to really fight hard to make that happen. But most chiro chiropractors come out are young. And so if your practice gets delayed a year or two, we've had a couple of practices delayed by hurricanes. Of course, we've had the pandemic and we've seen a lot of practices push their ribbon cutting into the fall. And uh, so if you're delayed, just remember you're young. How old are you, Dr. Johnny? 26. Can I ask? 26. 26? Yep. Oh my gosh. Like you, yeah. I mean, God, when I was 26, what was I doing? I don't even know. <laughs> I wasn't running a business. Um, but, uh, you know, you got a lot of years ahead of you. And so if you have to take one or two uh, in, in order to associate and get ready, that's fine. We've got some practices that have been going for four or five years, and they're making a lot of money, and they're doing a lot of adjustments and helping a lot of people. Some of them in the six, seven, eight hundred uh, visits per week range. These are TRT docs. And uh, so, you know, don't be afraid to take a couple of more years and prepare yourself to run your practice and then get out there and make it happen. But we, uh, we're in Auburn, Alabama. We're just in a little building down here in Auburn, and we've got 100 practices in 36 states. And uh, it's uh, amazing. God's just blessed us so much. I've got my team is the best team that I could imagine. There's no drama. They all work hard. They're smart. Uh, they look and see what needs to be done and they get it done and our clients love them. Um, and so, you know, we're out there. I can't I always tell the students when I talk to them, I can't do everybody's uh, books and financials and taxes. But if you want us to do it, we'd be happy to work with you. And yeah. so uh, that's kind of it's kind of what we do and how we do it. And man, listen, I started this practice when I was 50. I'm an old man. Uh, I'm 60, but I hope to be at it for a long, long time. And I love if you can ever get to this point, I love every day at my job, every minute, every day. I got the best job in the world and uh, I just I love what I do. And, you know, with grace of God, I'll continue to do it for 10 or 15 or 20 more years. Can I still do this when I'm 80? Of course you can. <laughs> if I keep getting adjusted, right? There, yeah, exactly. 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 You'll just That's be that right. much wiser. <laughs> That's Ab right. Absolutely. 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 Um, well, you guys can head to BuyerlyCPA.com. It's on the bottom of the screen right here. And um, Richard is going to drop a comment on this video afterwards with his link to his website. So you'll be able to access it there. You'll be able to access that, um, that PDF that he mentioned earlier as well, your guide to success after graduation and kind of starting up, figuring out LLCs, EINs, all that good stuff. Um, so BuyerlyCPA.com, you can head there now and check it all out. But Richard, I appreciate you being on the show tonight. I appreciate you and everything you do and your company does for chiropractors and for the profession because without you, we wouldn't have as many successful chiropractors and without as many successful chiropractors, we just would not have a healthy community and that just ripples down from there. Right? So we appreciate yes. you. We salute you. And I thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Everyone have a wonderful evening and always be sure to head to legendarychiro.com slash go 
and join our platform for free today. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Richard, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Again, I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and you're listening to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you for engaging with us on all of our platforms, including, but not limited to, Facebook and Instagram, all at The Legendary Chiropractor. Be sure to check our home site out at thelegendarychiropractor.com, as we have much to offer for prospective chiropractic students, current chiropractic students, recent chiropractic school graduates, and even veteran doctors of chiropractic out in the field. And lastly, I'd like to thank not only you, our listener, but also our podcast sponsors. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. So I encourage you to go check out their websites and what they have to offer in the show notes for this episode. Thanks again. Stay legendary, my friends.